Welcome to the July 4th episode of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition. My name is Taylor Ringgold. I'm your host, and my co-host is with me. It's Griffin Warner. Griff, how was your day today? And I hope we have another successful best bet for the July 4th episode because we did pretty good on uh, on Friday, I'd say so. Yeah, good is an understatement. Um, we went 2-0. Can't do right, better than that. Can't That's do right. better than that. Um, thank you to some of our followers who uh, went and put some money behind it on the run lines even. Got a little aggressive. Um, took home a big killing. Um, good for you. And uh, hopefully we give some more of those out this this episode. Yeah, we're seeing your your guys are tweet your tweets. If you keep tweeting us, tweet us your your stamps. See what uh, what games you've picked from our episode. The best bet if you like that. If you pick that, because we we've been seeing the past couple episodes, we love that. By the way, and uh, two and zero, oh, uh, my two and zero oh Diamondbacks picked uh, Merrill Kelly pitched very well, and your Astros pick. I don't forgot who was pitching on Friday. Who who pitched on Friday for you? Uh, that was Christian Javier, dude. He's he's oh, looking like yeah. a real deal. He is the thirteen Ks, looking like an absolute beast. This is, th- I think that was the missing link for, um, the Astros. Kind of everyone got a little worried that maybe the Astros pitching would be the, the lie outlier for this team because the offense is kind of there. But the pitching. I'm sorry, bad. dude. I I think they're the best, most complete team in the AL. I think I think the Yankees have a lot oh, of really? power and and skill. I just feel like. Yankees are good. The record's awesome. Um, they're a good team. They're going to win a lot of games. I just feel like the Astros are strong in every category, and the Yankees can go through some stretches where they don't hit the ball enough. I think uh, what we saw I, – I mean, I don't know if you watched it, but I did. Uh, Chapman's first outing back off the IL, he was atrocious. He was terrible. It was ugly. ugly. It was very, very bad. It's very alarming if you're a Yankee fan and if you're big on the Yankees – where um, Mariachio, they're um, one of the relievers for the Yankees, just hit the IL. One of the Boone's most reliable guys out of the pen. He hit the IL, so now Chapman's going to have a little more opportunities. But that's a, that's a little worrisome going down the stretch for the next month or so, seeing what the deadlines will look like. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that could be an argument. I think the Yankees are the most complete team, but I'm, I'm not going to, uh, you know, discredit the Astros. They're freaking amazing. They have the Yankees number this year, which is going to be the problem for them in the postseason. Hopefully not. But um yeah, man, two and oh. We love to have two and O's. We have I think this is our second two and oh this week for the yeah, our I mean once we once we move to three shows, I'll I mean we've had an O and two in there as well, but we've had I think two two and O's and an O and two. Yeah. So we're making you money right now and we're going to continue to do it. That's right. We're going to continue to do it. And before we get to recapping our series spotlight, I got a quick promo to tell you to tell the listeners. We do it almost every episode. It's a free 25. Have you ever signed up for pregame.com? If you haven't, go ahead and do that because pregame.com will give you a free $25 site purchase just for signing up. Signing up takes 90 seconds. and You can take advantage of being a site member by making and tracking your own picks. You can post your own picks and analysis in our pregame.com forums. Draw a following and become a value member. Sign up today and receive $25 site, $25. That's right, $25 site credit to purchase premium picks from one of your very one of our very own premium pregame.com professional handicappers today. It's a free $25 site credit. Get it right now. So we had a lot of cool series during the weekend. We picked two from 
Friday's episode. We're going to talk about them right now. Mine was the San Francisco Giants taking on the Chicago White Sox. Totally a a very, I'd say, important series for both teams. I mentioned that on Friday. And the White Sox came up clutch with a sweep on the road against a really good team in the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Lance Lynn, you did a great job. You went six solid innings, three hits, five strikeouts, two walks, and a one nothing victory where the White Sox scored their one and only run in the ninth inning. Uh, game two, they won 5-3. And then today on Sunday, July 3rd, they absolutely put a whooping on the Giants, winning 13-4. to So, big W for Tony La Russa, big sweep for the, the White Sox. Uh, maybe it's another week with Tony La Russa at the wing of the being the manager for this team. Maybe this is step in the right direction, but your your serious serious spotlight it's, it's still going on right now. But um, great, hold great on, series. hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's finish with the uh, the White Sox. Huge win for them. Um, mm-hmm. Big series, big yeah, series huge. for Tony Larusa. Your boy, glad he's sticking around. No, that's your boy. No way. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm pretty surprised. There was kind of a weird series. I feel like a lot of bad defense by Jack Peterson cost them one of the games. Cost Logan Webb. Um, but seeing the the big blowout win today, maybe Lucas Giolito is finding it because he's been pretty lost uh, recently. And mm-hmm. a big win, big series win, big tough to go to the West Coast if you're in the Central or Eastern time zones. And I'm, I'm impressed by the White Sox with what they've done. I'm still not a believer, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, For my maybe. series spotlight, uh, the Dodgers have controlled the, the Padres. Um Padres did get one win today, but that was to avoid a four-game sweep, if I'm not mistaken. So that was um, pretty fortunate, I feel like, and a yeah, little bit right. of surprise to Mackenzie Gore um, somehow outduel Clayton Kershaw. But Padres haven't hit at all this whole series. Uh, found themselves behind. Joe Musgrove was great on Thursday, um, but not a great series for the Padres. Trying to say that they can really put a claim on the on the NLS. Yeah, Musgrove, seven strong innings, 10 Ks in game one of that series. You can't be two scoring. Mistakes. Two, two big mistakes. That was it. Yeah, look, they scored. They scored. Let's see. My math's right. That's four runs. Four runs in the, in the first three games. That's very, very bad against a team that loves to score a ton of runs at home and has a lot of success at home in general. Uh, two really great, two great series, both NL West. Uh, Matchups, I think it was very, very fun to watch those series. I watched the Lance Lynn one. As you can tell, I was very into that whole series because of Lance Lynn, my boy. Um, yeah, that was great. But, uh, I, I, you know what? I might have to tip my cap for him. That's my top performer, I would, I would say, for the weekend. When it, I'm, I'm focusing in on that because he really needed this win. He needed this W to maybe put the White Sox maybe in the right direction. You know, this is not a, a regular three-game sweep against like the Pirates, right? Where you, where you need to do that, and they've even have they've even struggled against weak teams like that. But when you play a very good team, all on the road, when wins it's really really matter going into the All Star break, and of course in that division as well, which you're behind in, that, that's kind of who you want on the mound at this point in time to get a W to start off the series hot. And Lance Lynn did that. 
I think if I had to, I'll cheat and I'll say two. I feel like the Tampa Bay Rays made a big statement winning a lot of games in Toronto. Uh, I think they won three out of four in just three days because a doubleheader was involved. And then another big performance, really, um, besides the Rays kind of making a statement that they're still in this. Uh, I, I feel like the Houston Astros um, sweeping the, the Angels at home, not getting a lot of respect from the marketplace, but winning easily, it seemed like, each of these games. So uh, pretty big series for them. I feel like no one's going to catch them in the West. And uh, I guess I'm just going to gush all of the Astros this show. How can you not, though? Let's be honest. They're, they're just – a ridiculous team and i guess you can continue doing that if you want to but uh that being that's our top performers from the weekend now let's get into the monday card shall we griff start off yeah i'll go um so we went 2-0 last week in our best bets those will come end of show uh so stay tuned uh don't fast forward to the end you want to hear our jokes in the meantime um, but we'll start with Miami uh, still in Washington, I guess. They're going to be there for weeks at a time, it seems. Braxton Garrett at Patrick Corbin, and currently Garrett's a slight road favorite. Uh, the Marlins are the far better team in this series. Um, I feel like Anthony Bass, your boy, has gotten a, a hold in every, in every game because I'm definitely facing him in fantasy. Uh, Washington looks like they're a dead team. Um, no interest in backing them. would like to be against them as much as possible. And if Patrick Corbin moves to a favorite, I will be on the Marlins. Patrick Corbin is has him and Anthony Rendon, two guys that have just stolen money from their organizations because they clearly haven't done anything. Patrick Corbin's just been really, really bad. I think he had one good season as a Nationals pitcher, and other than that, he's been very, very bad, making a ton of money. Um, I don't know. I can't. It's it's tough to back Patrick Corbin, even if he becomes a favorite, because he's really bad. I mean, it's a pretty big series that he was, or season that he was good when they won the World Series, but he certainly hasn't paid off his contract. Next, we'll go Cubs no. at Brewers. Uh, looks like Steele at Lauer. Steele was pretty good to you in your best bet, I think, in the middle of last week. Yeah. And he's currently, I guess it's Eric Lauer in Milwaukee, minus 142 favorite. Over under is nine. And I got to say, Eric Lauer has not been the high strikeout guy he started the year off. I wonder if his arm's a little tired. I'm, I I like Steele. Steele pitched really well. I know it was against the Reds, but he pitched really well. And I was pretty impressed. He, he looks like he's going to be, even next year, maybe the opening day starter for them next season because Stroman really isn't that great as he once was. And that $80 million is kind of a tough look for the for the Chicago Cubs. But yeah, Steele's look looks great. I kind of agree with you with the Lauer thing. He, he looks like maybe overworked really beginning the, the first few months of the season. So looking forward to that, though. Brewers have a great bullpen. They should win this series. They should win this game. Pretty big favorite, but especially considering how poor Lowers has been as of late. Mexico Mets, uh, who are hosting or excuse me, visiting the Reds. Taiwan Walker at Hunter Green. Currently, Walker is a minus one fifty-eight road favorite. Over/under is nine and a half. And I mean, the Mets had a, had a pretty good, I guess, Sunday today, beating the, the Rangers, but a, a pretty tough series overall. Um, but they get to go on the road to a really bad team. So I feel like the Mets are going to be tough to, to fade here. Tywin Walker's been really good of late. They won their 18th series this season today against the Texas Rangers. Diaz closing it out. Walker, even last year, was a first-half guy. This is this, it's almost the same exact thing we're seeing. First half, he's been pretty damn good. Uh, second half last year, he absolutely fell off after becoming an all-star for the first time. Definitely he want to take. Hurt. He got hurt though. Maybe he did, but I know I know he didn't pitch as well 
in the second half in the season last year, from what I remember. Maybe someone can fact check me. Got it. I can do. Yeah. Got it. The nice part is it. it, This is technically a first half stat, uh, first half start. Um, So we'll see how he does. But yeah, I mean, he's been really hot. Hunter Green really has. You've you've said a lot about how he's just a fastball. So that's that's tough. And the fastball gets hit pretty hard. Next we'll go St. Louis at Atlanta. Dakota Hudson at Kyle Wright. Currently Wright's a minus one sixty one favorite at home. Over under is nine. And Dakota Hudson's going to pitch to contact, and that's really scary against the Braves lineup that can hit the ball over the wall at any position, really. Yeah, your boy Kyle Wright's on the mound. He's been a conversation on this podcast numerous times. Uh, I definitely want to probably take him. Uh, yeah, it's going to be hard to see. Uh, I mean, Kyle Wright's not been great either. Pretty big, pretty big favorite for the Cardinals because they're they're a solid team right now. It looks like they're competing. Next, we'll go San Francisco at Arizona. Carlos Rodon at Mass and Bumgarner currently Rodon is minus one seventy seven road favorite. Right after they got swept by the White Sox, not a great look. Overrunners eight, and I just don't think I can trust Mass and Bumgarner to hang around. No, and you know after I'd say the middle of May and the May he kind of had some rough starts Rodon, but. Ever since then, he's been absolutely lights out. He's let up two runs in his last four starts, and he's gone the distance in, in a few of them. So, Carlos Rodon's looking like an all-star yet again. So, I, I like the thought yeah. like that real favorite there. I think he's a stopper, uh, potentially, for the Giants, who are a good totally team but agree. did not play well this weekend. Totally Next, agree. we have Rockies at Dodgers. Kyle Freeland at Julio Urias, who they seem, they seem, seem to play every, every series. Um Currently, Urias is a minus 270 favorite at home. Um, no travel for the Dodgers. Big, big number, but he's been pretty good. Um, just pitched against these same Rockies in Denver, so maybe that'll be a little bit different this time. Uh, over-under is eight and a half, and I just I don't think that I have any interest in backing the Rockies this entire series. Yeah, totally agree. And also Kyle Freeland, I'm sure. I think he led the league in home runs last year, and he's doing it again this year. I don't. I don't really want to back the Rockies usually, but even with Kyle Freeland on the mound, never going to back that guy. I mean, he found his calling. It's, uh, serving up home run balls. Uh, next, we'll go the Rangers at the Orioles. Uh, American League, East Coast. Yeah, American League. Here we go. Um, currently, Dean Kramer, a minus one hundred seven favorite at home to Dane Dunning. I mean. Whoa. The Orioles have been playing well, but seeing them favored at home is a little bit surprising. I feel like they've been a great bet as a big dog. I don't think that they can really deliver on that. Kramer's been pretty hot. He's been putting up a lot of zeros pitching. I'm not sure if it's really deserved, um, but it's worked. So we'll see. Yeah, I, a home favorite for the Baltimore Orioles. Ladies and gentlemen, you won't be seeing that too many times this year. So I mean, maybe like you will. Maybe you will. They've been playing well lately. they Beat up the Twins, beat up the White Sox, you know. They're pesky with the, the Yankees. Mariners, and also beat up the Mariners a little bit, too. Well, the Angels are really beating up the Mariners. But um, next we'll go uh, – I guess I like the Rangers a little bit there. Uh, next we'll go Cleveland at Detroit. Zach Plesak at a, ga- a guy named Hill. I'm not sure which one he is. Gary Hill? Garrett Hill? Um Currently, Plesak minus 134, favorite on the road. Over-under is eight and a half. Um, I don't want to have a lot to do with this game. I feel like the the India or excuse me, well, almost damn did it. The Guardians are <laughs> a, got it. They're just not a team that I think should deserve to be favored on the road. They can't win every game in their class at bat. It's just going to end at some point. But I mean, how do you back the Tigers right now? They can't even hit Kyle Singer. 
Yeah, and they also have this is a game one of a doubleheader, or this yeah, this is game one of a doubleheader for mm, uh, mm. on July fourth. So you you can't back the Tigers in one game. I don't think you can back the Tigers in two games. So it's going to be kind of tough for the Tigers to be backed in this game, even with Plesac, who's not really that great of a pitcher. But I think he has, he can do some justice against this Tiger offense. I'm not sure that how big we are in Detroit, but pretty good day to be in the D for two, uh, two home games on the 4th of July. Not bad. Not Even bad. if you have to deal with watching that Tigers offense headlined by Miguel Cabrera. Uh, next we'll go Rays at Red Sox for a little AL East battle. Jalen Beeks at Mike Walker. No line on this one. would expect the Red Sox to be a slight favorite. Um, but Tampa coming off a really big series in Toronto. It's a good sign. Uh, and they can handle uh, bullpen games. They just aren't really as good of a team this year. Uh, next, we'll go Kansas City at Houston. Another no line here. Heasley at Jake Odorizzi is coming back. Um, I wonder if he's taking a sixth uh, spot in the rotation and they're going six starters, at least through the All-Star break, or did he he didn't just take Christian Javier's job. No, that's definitely going to be a six-man rotation thing, kind of stretch things out. And that's I think that's really going to be for guys like Verlander, right? You want to give that guy a little bit more rest, a little older, he's your best pitcher. You know, arguably with Javier, but uh, I was this this line's going to be freaking high as, as can be. It's going to be in the twos. Yeah. It's going to be in the twos. Yeah. So yeah, might might even hit three. Next we'll go Cleveland at Detroit. This is the second game of the doubleheader. Nine innings should be normal. No starter for Cleveland right now. Probably a bullpen game would be my guess. And then Alex Fiedo, who's not been as good lately for the Tigers. We got a line here: Minnesota at Chicago, White Sox edition. Uh, Dylan Bundy at Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto's been really good. Cueto's a minus 122 home favorite. Um, Dylan Bundy, I don't know how he does it. He has some good good outings. Some he's horrible. Uh, Johnny Cueto's been solid. It's probably going to give us six innings, three runs, quality start, and uh, give the White Sox a fighting chance, and they've been a little hot lately. Johnny Cueto being home favorite is interesting. I know he's pitched pretty well. Last start against the Angels, let up three on six innings. I look into that more till game time, see where the, the line goes. I know Bundy isn't that great, but this is also going to be a very important series to watch for going into the beginning of this week because this is a division rival, and the White Sox are on, are on a hot streak and maybe continue that. But I don't know. I, I kind of know Quaito's been pitching well, but he's a little suspect for me. Yeah, uh, tough to trust is a big home favorite, but only at minus 122. I feel like that is uh, perfectly fine. Next, we'll go Rangers at AA Athletics. Uh, Alec Manoa at Cole Irvin. Currently, Manoa is a minus 232 road favorite. Uh, might be might be the biggest um, note other than the Dodgers, but they're at home. Um, a lot of respect for Alec Manoa. I mean, he's going to knife through that, that athletics lineup, and then Cole Irvin's going to struggle with a lot of righties in the Toronto lineup. Uh, at home, that helps, but over-under is seven. So not expecting a lot of runs here. I just – I don't think I can back the Athletics. Really, I don't know who I want to back them against because um, they are not a good team. They're not trying to win. The only time I'll bet on the Athletics is when Paul Blackburn's on the mound. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we know that. And then we finally thought that Trevino came back and took the job and then got bombed, I think, on, on Saturday night in the save situation. So who knows what's going on there? Oakland's rebuilding. Next and last game on the card is our only interleague: Seattle at San Diego. Chris Flexen at Sean Manaya. Uh, Manaya is a minus one sixty six favorite. Over unders eight. It's a pretty big favorite, uh, despite being a good home team against a 
so-so mediocre or poor Mariners who've been playing a little bit better lately, but San Diego really struggles to score. Uh, so that's a pretty big number, even for a guy like Cliff, like Chris Flexen, excuse me, who's going to throw to and hit. He's not going to miss a lot of bats, uh, but that's the, that's the way I lean, if anything. Something to look into, though, when you're trying to bet on this game. Sean Manaya being in the American League West his entire career up until this point, has faced the Mariners numerous times. So he's faced that lineup, uh, if it's maybe a little different than last year, but in general, he's faced the Mariners quite often. I don't have the direct stats of what his record is, but he's had a lot of experience against him. So that's maybe a good thing to look into if you want to bet on this Padres game. Cool. Well, we know um, Shamanaya is probably going to have a good outing tomorrow. Um, also want to give our listeners, uh, thank you for coming on all these shows. We'll give you 20% off uh, if you use the code. Yeah, 20%. Uh, if you use the code RUN20, RUN, like Taylor was running all over the, the state of New York this weekend. Uh, RUN20, and that'll get you 20% off. Uh, my picks that I put out every night, um, I try to right before I go to sleep. Uh, should, should have that pretty late night if you're a night owl or early the next morning. Can also get 20% off uh, plenty of other cover, excuse me, uh, pregame.com handicappers. And uh, hopefully we can find some covers uh, in, in whatever subscription you're paying for. Um, we went 2 and 0 in best bets last week. Have to shout that out one more time. Uh, that's what we're shooting for again here because uh, we're trying to make everyone money. Uh, do you want to go first because you let us off last time and had some pretty good success, uh, Taylor Ringle? I like that idea. I'm going to go with a team that just got swept. And it was my series Whoa. spotlight last week. And I really think this is the right guy to bounce in the right direction. And the line just changed a little bit. So it's now the San Francisco Giants, Carlos Rondon, minus 178. Road favorite. This is a huge, huge game for them to kind of just get them in the right direction. And it's the guy to have him on the mound. Rodon has been dominant in his last uh, five, six, seven starts. He's been just unreal. Max amount of runs he's let up is two. He's let up shutout games going eight in against Pirates, 10 strikeouts against the Braves. So he's pitched very well as of late. So I'm going to go take the uh, the San Francisco Giants, Carlos Rodon, minus 178. Lock it in. Lock it in. Uh, I'm going to go staying with that same series that just wrapped up today. I'm going to go Johnny Cueto on the Chicago White Sox, the small home favorite, minus 122. Uh, I don't believe in this twin team. I think they have big, big problems in their bullpen. They really have John Duran. That seems to be it. Uh, Dylan Bundy is going to he's going to throw high fastballs at 90 miles an hour. Maybe he gets it by the White Sox, but they're going to swing at a lot of them. And I think they're going to hit him pretty hard. And Johnny Cueto has been, been old reliable so far. He's old. He's reliable. And I think at minus 122, they, they get us done. Uh, and that'll be hopefully a t- another 2-0 and o to give all our listeners, if you want to run line that, parlay it, do what you want, um, just come along for the ride and hopefully give you two winners. That's it, man. Uh, Griff, give us your Twitter handle. I'll give you I'll give them mine and we'll be out of here. All right, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you mine. Uh, it's at the real underscore G Warner, the real underscore G Warner. Hit me up on Twitter. We're still looking for ideas for for Wednesdays um, as we're trying to fill the middle portion of our show. Uh, might be something that you guys give us. So send send them at us on Twitter. Taylor, give yours. Get us out of here. You guys can follow me at Taylor Ringold. T A Y L O R R I N G O L D. This is a special 
RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition, a July 4th edition. Enjoy July 4th. Have fun with your friends and family. Watch a lot of baseball. Continue to listen to us. We're giving you content each and every week, three times a week. We will catch you guys on the next episode. Happy July 4th, everybody.